and I pushed him into Reb Miller. And Reb Miller changed Rabbi Kilson's life, impacted him tremendously. He would go, he was close to Reb Miller. Rabbi Kilson became extremely close to a lot of Reb Miller's Talmudim, and for years went to Vagin and he's really worked hard. Rabbi Miller had a whole system of, of working on oneself, and my friend Rabbi Kilson worked very hard with Reb Miller's Talmudim. On, on a lot of Reb Miller's plans and a lot of his vadim. And my friend, actually, Rabbi Kilson actually has written up, he hasn't published it yet, wrote Reb Miller on Chavis Alvavis, which Reb Miller was a walking embodiment of Chavis Alvavis. My friend wrote up in English a lot of Reb Miller's Torah on Chavis Alvavis. And, and he bought me the Sefer, it's funny, it's written, it's written unbelievably intelligent. It was researched for 15 years. It's written very carefully and things are written very exact. It's, it's a beautiful Sefer. You get a picture of, of the greatness of Reb Miller. There's a lot to see from the Sefer. I wanted to share specifically two things. with Eulam for a few minutes. I want to share two things. One I want to share with the Eulam is the power of the Yachid and the power of Tev. Today it's very in to speak about the power of Ra. And everybody's talking about the dangers. We're an exposed generation, and we've seen, and we have exposure to trafe things, and the power of all the bad stuff. I think it's equally to be important, the power of good stuff. And the power, we're, we're headed towards a chag, towards a yamtiv of Rabin Bad Ma'atim, of one mishpacha, of one family that stood true. And the power of the Ma'atim, of the few, is, is unbelievable. Even in reading the stories that were, the stories, reading the parashas HaTorah, reading about our Avais, and we ask ourselves, the story of the Avais is the power of the Yachid, Avram Avinu, is an every stands up to the whole world and is Makara tens of thousands. Revavais in the Lashon of the Rambam. A big part of the story of the Avais is the power of Yechidim. This week's Parsha Yosef Atzadik's born. He's a lone 17 year old thrown into Egypt, a country full of zima, full of loneliness, and he impacts rising to be second to the king of the country. It's the power of the Yachid who stands true, who's firm, who lives right. The story of Reb Miller's life, fascinatingly, Reb Miller didn't travel around. He stayed in Brooklyn. If you know anything about Reb Miller, in the book it comes that I knew from knowing Reb Miller, he didn't run around. The power of impact is, Toiv is so powerful. If he's, you stay alone in your building, and he Bedafka didn't travel much. You would think to be impact, you have to go around the world and speak, and that's not how it works. My favorite shear that I give of Siata Deshma, of all the shear, for many, many years, I say shear Shabbos afternoon to ladies. For, for many years, it was two or three ladies at the shear. The two or three ladies means my wife and my sister, Rebbets and Russ. That's like, and then the three, these days were flow, it's packed these days. I say to eight or nine ladies now. And I always feel that I'm talking to the world because something sincere, something real, something people just get together. There's no fanfare to the share. There's no, we just learn Torah and we learn Chumash and we learn Musr and we learn, we just learn Torah together in, in its purity. You have such a big impact. Torah is so powerful. It doesn't need to go into people's faces to impact. And the story of Reb Miller's life, a lot of the story of Reb Miller's life, is one individual who sat in his base medrash with his balabatim, and through that pure giving over, ultimately impacted the whole world. I was at a shir in Eretz Yisrael. I love hearing Torah. 
we, we live in Waterbury, and typically the people of the city are young, and you don't always get to hear Zikainim. So I, when I'm in Eretz Yisrael by my in-laws, I'm there, I was there for a Pesach, and I didn't really have the opportunity to go around to Gedolim. I'm there with my mishpach, and I want to spend time being as well with my family. That's my focus. So I don't have time to see Gedolim. So what I do do is I love going to different shuls, and I try to hear everybody in the community, as many people as I can hear speak. If I find that one Rav speaks shachs, one Musaf, Adam Shach is here, here, I want to hear the Darshanim. I want to hear what's going on. And I hear all different speeches over Pesach. Then I hear one Eretz Yisrael Dicker Yin. He didn't, he didn't have a good English. He was an Eretz Yisrael Dicker. Clearly he grew up in Eretz Yisrael. And I heard him speak. And I went up to him after the speech. And it didn't make sense. He's an Eretz Yisrael Dicker. Reb Miller didn't travel. Reb Miller went nowhere. See, he didn't leave. He stayed in his basement. He didn't travel in America, let alone to Eretz Yisrael. But I said to the Yid, Yashukayich, he said, Dvarim Nifloim. And you're a Talmud of Reb Miller, I could see. He said, Eichat to Yodeh. How do you know? He didn't deny, how do you know? So I said, I hear from the title of what you were saying. You're a Reb Miller Talmud. I, I hear you're a Miller Talmud. So he says to me, I listened to the cassettes. He listened to, he had listened to the tapes for years. He was a Talmud of like a Reb Miller. But it was clear, he was in Pehiz. He had an Eretz Yisrael, grew up in Eretz Yisrael. He grew up, he was a Talmud of Miller. A father came a month ago to Yeshiva. A month ago, the guy's a doctor in Lakewood. And he spoke to me on the interview, and the kid, I said to the kid, I'm going to tell you something to surprise you. Your father's a Talmud Reb Miller. He said, how do you know? I said, you talk, you're a Talmud Reb Miller. I said, we know the Talmud Reb Miller. He said, yeah, yeah, Reb Miller changed my life. I saw his Reb Miller Talmud, the way he spoke. He spoke in a way only a Talmud Reb Miller would speak. I'm describing the impact and a big part of Reb Miller's life is he, it's true he started cassettes. It's true he was like, in, in the Torah Shiyurim on tapes, it's true he was big. It, well, everybody like rips technology, leave it to Reb Miller, harness technology, and he was very big. He used to tape all the Shiyurim before it was popular, like tapes and spreading Torah in that way. It's easy to knock technology, it's excellent. Don't tell anybody, it's excellent. Social media, all this stuff, it means you spread Yiddishkeit easier. You can spread things, want Geschmack. Gevaldi, used right, it has to be used right, it can't be abused. Reb Miller took tapes when people were bashing them and used it to spread his Torah. But the Nikud of Reb Miller, of a person who was committed to the MS, and didn't, MS is so powerful, somebody living Erlich, somebody driven to do the right things, davening in the right way, appreciating Hashem in the right way, the power is electric. It has massive energy. I can tell you, even I'm watching, I'm watching his man and yeshiva unfold. The last three weeks, Jordan just came back, has been like an electricity in the yeshiva. The minyanim have been full, just the last three weeks, like exploded. I watch, it takes two or three bachim, I watch it yearly. Two or three bachim plug in, I know the rest is gonna come. In the yoyim of yoyim rishayim, David HaMelech talks about mi yale behar Hashem, who is the person who climbs the mountain? He speaks about what it takes to be a great person, to climb the ladder and to stay there. And then he says, It's a generation of seekers. Who's talking about a generation? You were talking about an individual, and all of a sudden you say, a generation? What just happened? David Amel describes what it takes to be, he describes the, what it takes to be that person who climbs the mountain of Hashem. So he speaks about a whole generation? We were talking about an individual, then he skips to Zer Dur Dershav. This is a generation of seekers. 
Chazal say refers to the obvious, refers to Yankov Avinu, the Kikapayim, the honesty. The Haintig Aparsha, Yaakov Avinu, Moshastis Kolkelai, Yaakov Avinu's emissary. But the Nikud of a person who lives true, what follows is Dar Darsha, the impact the whole generation. You have one Reb Miller, all of a sudden there are thousands across the world of Talmudim of Reb Miller. A person who lives MS, the impact is powerful beyond. I know in Yeshiva, if two or three guys, you need, you need a couple. It's powerful. Reb Noach Weinberg used to say, give me 10 Talmudim more on fire, will change the whole world. Give me 10. All I want is an army of 10. It's a big part of many in Yonim Tachanaka. A big part is the power of one Tatar with his sons. One father and his five sons who were loyal to Hashem, the impact is, 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 is wild, is amazing. So that's some, something to think about from Reb Miller's life, something to think about from the Chag that's approaching, and something for ourselves that we make that commitment to truth, to Erlichkeit. Without, you know, it's true, Reb Miller used, it happens to be their ways, by Yikr B'Shem Hashem, their ways to reach out, and certainly we should think about idealism, certainly we should think about ways of reaching out to others, that's for sure. But even without any tricks, Reb Miller didn't do what would be typical is travel around. I once had a scenario in my shul, we had a clear, either t- at the time I had about 20 misfalim in the shul. Now we're, now we're like packed of 50 people, it's, it's armies. 20 guys, it's more small. I had for Shabbos to be in the shul with 20, and I was invited to spend the Shabbos, a very big usher, was making this huge Shabbos, and he said, you'll speak here. It was like very attractive wall, you'll get up the ram, and you can even rationalize how important it is. You can, you can speak and impact the rabbi. And I thought about it. It's a bigger impact to fill your mission. Bigger impact, stay in your shul. I talk to the 20, I'm talking to more. Because that's your mission. You make Reb Miller's lesson to us. A yid who stayed in his base mesh, he didn't go around. He didn't travel around. He didn't use the typical methods to impact. He just locked into the truth. And woo, did he impact worldwide? There's Talmudim across the world. He impacted because he lived the truth. And what emerges from the person who's Yalabar Hashem, his Dar Darshim, generation of seekers, emerges from that. That's the first thing I wanted to say. The second thing is something Reb Miller spoke about. And when I read a Godel book, the first place I turn, it's like, you never do this when you read novels, you never read the ending. The ending is the suspense. Any Godel book, the first thing I do, always, I get a Godel book, is I find the page about the last day of their life. That's always, wow. There are a lot of things that intrigue me about it. The last day of their life, I find Batishak Liyaymachram. The book, The Last Day of Reb Miller's Life, it's ripping. I was reading it in the middle of the night. I couldn't go to sleep. It's ripping. Just reading it again and again. The last day of his life was, wow, such a clarity, such a batishak liyayim that most people would be shaking and nervous. A man who had clearly prepared for the moment, he was just ready. He was ready for eternity. He had built a lifetime of netzach. The last day of Reb Miller's life was spent thanking Hashem for everything. To the point the doctor said, are you in pain? He said, in pain? He said, I'm just thinking about the kindness of Hashem. I have no room in my brain for anything else. I don't feel any pain. I have no room for anything else. He told the doctor. He's a very honest person, Reb Miller, known to be blunt. He said, I'm just thinking. And he was thanking Hashem, prate pratem. Thanking Hashem, and he said, it's a mitzvah da'raisa. He brought a chayvah salvavus. That's a mitzvah da'raisa. To speak it, don't just think it. 
Don't be a guy who just says lahagid babayke. Lahagid means to relate. There's Rebberi, some of the some of the Olam learned in Imre Bina, Rebberi was Zeicha, Rebberi was Zeicha that he hosted Rebdan Segel for, for a couple of months in his house. He had an empty house, Rebdan Segel moved in. So Rebdan Segel is very behalpen. It's a big tzaddik, but he holds to himself like all tzaddik and he doesn't reveal himself a lot. But he lived by Rebberi. He, the Stamat HaKar he told him some things. So after, when Rebberi came back to the house, Rebdan Segel showed, taught him about his own house. He said, every morning I would go to this window and I'd open up the window and I would talk to Hashem and I would thank him profusely for the beautiful scenery. But he told Rebberi, it's not enough to feel that way. Of course you feel that way. Speak it out. Speak it out. Reb Miller's three o'clock apple that his, his grandson, Reb Bragg, I heard from Reb Bragg's holy mouth. Heard him said he was under Reb Miller's desk. He hid in his desk. He wanted to see what Zayda does alone in the room. He was about to eat an apple, and he thanked Hashem, oh, the crunch, the crunch of the apple. He said, Zisatata, sweet father, you made a crunchy apple. Who'd you do it for? You did it for me, the crunch. It sounds so funny, but Miller notices the crunch of an apple. Miller, a Irish, it's sad that the crunch of an apple. But of course, he was makit toy for every detail. Us, Hashem is cherpasi. Rachli menu thanks Hashem. You remove my disgrace if she breaks a dish. So now people are toy with the siyachan on her son. She doesn't say, so Reb Chaim Shmulev, it's this, she, this is what she's happy about. Avada, she had many, many other things she was happy about having a, one of the shift they cut. But it means she thanked down to this detail, including this detail. No detail was too small to mention. So she called him Yosef. She mentioned specifically this detail. It means that everything down to this detail, but it was all spoken out. Down to naming him Yosef. If you're thinking the whole picture will be lost on me, no. Reb Miller noticed the crunch of an apple. The texture is so geschmack. And he thanked Hashem and spoke it out there too. And the last day of Reb Miller's life, it's very instructive. It's the old question, what would you do if you had an hour to live? Reb Miller had a day to live and knew he was about to depart. You know what he was busy with? Speaking out the thanks to Hashem. Details. He was speaking out about his children, all different things but relating it with tremendous chavivos, re- relating the details of Hashem. Thanks Hashem for taking him out of prison. To thank you. You're in jail, you're locked, you're closed. If you can't thank Hashem, if you can't appreciate Hashem, you're closed. I told the Olam that Akar Satayv is what makes life eternal. You're in jail. If you're not a thank, you're in jail. I told the guys that might see him Kipper, I drove a group of Bachram to the airport. So it was a different experience for different guys. To a fresh guy who doesn't get it, so he got an Uber. He was Ubered by Uber Dan to the airport. Uber, he got an Uber ride to the airport. Uber rides could be interesting. Last night we had an Uber driver, gave a Bachram a glass of water, and it was, it was laced. Uber rides could be interesting. So he had an Uber experience. Uber Dan drove him to the airport. Don't ask. <laughs> but Uber Dan drove him to the airport. Okay, so that's one Bacharab. Another guy is appreciative, has a relationship. You can get something. Okay, so you got it. If you appreciate it, now you're connected. A husband and wife. 
If you stop, you get, she does, she made supper. Okay, so supper comes and goes. If you appreciate it, you have a relationship. That's eternal. You appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for thanking me. Oh, relationship. A parent does for a child. You just yawn. You have, but people all the time, people drive their children to interviews. I'm always like, do you realize your father drove you? He took off work. Yeah, yeah, I said thank you. So you got an Uber to, to, to Yeshiva to an interview. If you appreciate it, it turns eternal. You have a relationship. Hashem gives us something. So he gave us something. Thank you, Hashem. Nice piece of meat. If you appreciate thank you, Hashem. You love me. You see, he likes you. He gives to you. Whoa, you like me. Thank you, Hashem. Relationship. That doesn't, that's eternal. Relationship. Something that lasts. Something that goes beyond the thing he gave. That's thanking Hashem. Reb Miller's last day on this earth was spent thanking Hashem. He was busy. Thank you, Hashem, for prepping, prepping, for details. Spend time speaking it out. I saw, I saw on the table in Yeshiva, I was so happy. I found a paper in, in Yeshiva. We just started parkour, it's extreme gymnastics. I found on the table in Yeshiva. I don't know who put it there. Bacher wrote, thank you, Hashem, parkour was so much fun. On the table, little, little notes. Sitting, sitting on the table in Yeshiva. Thank you, Hashem, parkour was so much fun. Speak out to Hashem, it was so geschmack. So enjoyable. I enjoyed the friendship. Speak out to Hashem, the appreciation. That's what Reb Miller taught us about thanking Hashem. This high madrega, being a person who's appreciative to Hashem. That is the avoid of a year. That's the highest madrega. All his tefillahs, avoidness comes, the motor that fits is akar satayv Hashem. Such a sense of appreciation to Hashem. So he writes, and it's, it's after the month of Kislev, the Chag of Hanukkah falls at a time behind this Lahal, we should make for ourselves, develop a career of, thanks, of saying thank you to Hashem, real thank yous of appreciation to Hashem. Avad that starts by Makirei Taiv to others, appreciating the Mama, and through that to come to Makirei Taiv to Hashem. I was an Uber driver, I was driving the bus.